Welcome to Rough Cut Reality Check, a podcast all about sharing my real story and experiences to help you unapologetically step into your authentic self and live out your purpose. for another amazing week. I'm super excited to chat with you guys today. Um, today I really want to talk about three things I've learned since being in quarantine. Um, I feel like we all have had a lot of time to just reflect and think and sit still um, because the majority of us don't have a choice but to sit still and be in the house. And um, I hope you've been using this time to really think about things um, and just really think introspectively about your life and kind of use this time to really reflect and even redefine or reinvent and whatever this may look like for you I hope it's just been enlightening and really changed your perspective on a lot of things I know it has for me um so today I really want to talk about just three things that have really stuck out to me since you know being in the house working from home you know juggling this new normal um adjusting to this to this new normal um and really feeling my feelings during this time because it's, it's been very um, turbulent and sporadic and fluctuating. And so, yeah, so to get right into it, the first thing I've learned was it's okay if things aren't okay. Um, this was really big for me to come to grips with because, okay, if you guys are a fan of Enneagrams, you may know what I'm talking about, but I'm a type three and we are known to be like overachievers and Everything has to essentially be perfect and in its place and we have to be the best and we have to always be working. We have to constantly be going. And this quarantine is and you know, everything happening with the pandemic has kind of forced us to sit down. Um, it's definitely forced me to sit down and sit still and think about, you know, how do I really feel about all this? How is all this affecting my emotions? How is it really impacting me? And I came to the grips with the fact that, like, things are in shambles. You know, like, everything's not okay with me right now. Like, everything's not, you know, just peachy creamy. Um, even though I'm extremely uber grateful to still be working, um, there are still struggles that come with that. And one thing I have, you know, been kind to myself about is to not do comparative suffering. And what that means is something I learned in my church small group is you know, just because your struggle may not seem as big as someone else's doesn't mean it's not a struggle. Your struggle is still your struggle and it's still your truth. And you shouldn't negate it because, oh, where there seems much worse than mine or no, like it's okay for you to feel like things just aren't okay for you. It's okay to feel like, you know, this is a little rough for me because when you take time to do that, then you're, you're allowing yourself to dig deeper into those feelings and get to the root of why you feel like things aren't okay. Um, and then create solutions on how to make yourself feel better, how to create room for self-care, how to um, and do better with positive self-talk. But if you just kind of, you know, suffocate that stuff and push it down, that you're never going to be able to deal with it. And it's going to come out at the wrong time in a toxic way. So um, I've really just kind of normalized during this time, you know, things not being okay, things being abnormal, things being you know, not what I'm used to and my emotions being different, you know, in regards to that, in response to that. So it's just 
creating grace for myself that things are not meant to be perfect during this time. It's okay if I'm not performing at, you know, 100% every single day and being the top this and the best that. And, you know, it's okay if I don't get to everything on my to-do list. It's okay if my to-do list is a little bit short. You know, it's okay if my day kind of doesn't go as planned um, and just allowing things to happen as they happen and not stressing about things that I cannot control um, because we're, li- we're living in a time right now where we don't really have a lot of control over what's happening. Um, it's just happening and that kind of sucks. But um, being able to give yourself grace and understand you know, the climate of the situation is really, really, really important. And that's helped me to not feel like I have to keep up or I have to, you know, beat myself up when things aren't perfect. Like it's okay to not have a good day. It's okay for things to not, you know, be perfect. It's okay if I'm not doing 150% that day. So that's the first lesson I've learned about myself. And in learning that I've spent, you know, more creating more time for things that I can control. So doing my best and I'm getting a little better. (laughs) I'm getting a little better and learn not to work so much. But just creating more time for the things that I love. And that's this, you know, my podcast and painting and, you know, spending time with my friends and, you know, calling people more than I probably would call them because of the current situation that we're in. Um, Reading more. So just creating room for things that I can control that kind of make this situation not as um, uncontrollable or turbulent or, you know, scary and crazy. So that's the first thing I learned about myself. The second thing is setting boundaries does not make you a bad person. Um, I'm a recovering people pleaser. Raise your hand in the back if you can agree. Um, My fellow people pleasers know what I'm talking about. It is so hard for us to set boundaries sometimes and to say no. Um, I am notorious for stretching myself too thin and, you know, saying yes, 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 and trying to please, you know, family, friends, you know, my job and like just going too hard sometimes to the point where I burn myself out. Um, and I really had a huge revelation this week um, with some some fellow uh, colleagues of mine talking about burnout and talking about um, how to create t- more time to, you know, recover and how to set boundaries and in a way where you create more time for yourself to recharge because you can't expect to be at peak performance, to be giving your all, to be giving 110% if you your energy level, if you don't have the energy to really give to that stuff, if you're not at a place where you're at your best, if you don't feel your best, there is no way you can give your best to anybody. And so it starts with you. And that's really hard for us people pleasers to do because we never want to shut off. And maybe that goes back to my Enneagram type. We always want to be doing something. We always want to be busy. We always want to be on the go, go, go. We always want to be scratching things off our to-do list. We always want to be making people happy. Um, We get joy from, you know, helping other people and making other people feel good about themselves. And a lot of times that is an energy drainer. And if you're not careful, you'll find yourself dispensing all your energy and boosting everybody else up and getting them over the hilltop. Meanwhile, you're still in the valley. And so, you know, that's not healthy for you at the end of the day if you're not growing as well. You're only um, as strong and as, you know, productive and helpful and useful, you know, as you allow yourself to be. And you have to be really careful about how you're managing your energy, how you're dispensing your energy. And that's something I've had to really, really, really think about and dial back on in the last couple of weeks Um, and just telling people, you know, hey, I can't do it today. You know, I really I just don't have it in me, you know, 
and leaving it at that and not feeling bad about it. And of course, there's that initial guilt. There's that initial like weird tension in your body because you're not used to doing that. You're not used to saying no. That I know, At least like that's what I feel when I do it. Um, but I'm learning more and more to get comfortable with that uncomfortability because in order to grow, in order to be the best that I truly can be, I have to create that room for myself to recharge and recover. And if I don't do that, I'm going to burn out. I'm going to stretch myself too thin. I'm going to feel drained. I'm going to feel unproductive. I'm going to feel exhausted all the time. And that's not good for anybody. So you have to put yourself first. And that, that, that does cause you and require you to be a little selfish at times. And it's going to feel weird at first. And some people aren't going to take it well because they're used to you bending and doing whatever they need you to do, whatever they want you to do um, at all times because you're probably that go-to person. And that's not a bad thing. That means you're loyal, dependable, and trustworthy and all those good things, reliable. But you have to also carve out that time for yourself to go, "Uh uh-uh, I need to recharge. You know, I can't help you with this if I'm not good. You know, I can't give to you if my cup is empty. So, Make sure you keep yourself full. You have to keep yourself recharged. And it's, you know, it's easier said than done, but it just starts with those first baby steps, those that initial like setting that one boundary, declining that one call, you know, saying no to that one outing or that one request of your of a family or a friend or a colleague or whatever. Um, it's not easy, but, you know, it's really going to pay off in the long run. I've been practicing this for the last you know week or two, and I already feel better about the decisions I've been making and the boundaries I've been setting. Um, And so it just starts, you have to start somewhere. And when you start somewhere, it'll get easier and easier over time. Lastly, in quarantine, I've learned that this isn't a race. One thing I I love about this quarantine is that it's forced all of us to slow down. It's forced all of us to take a minute and reflect. And it's forced all of us to really kind of go at the same pace because we're all in the same boat. Like, I don't think the playing field has ever, ever been as level as it's been um, recently. And while that is, while it's all scary and it's, it's, you know, you don't know what's on the other side, this is also a great time to, to really realize, like, hey, we're all on the same level right now. How can I make this into a race with myself rather than a race with everyone else in the world? How can I use this time to really focus, refocus, reevaluate what I'm doing, how it's actually producing something for me? And am I am I just doing busy work just to be busy or am I actually moving towards my goal and working towards my goal at the end of the day? Because that that's ultimately what you're trying to do. And I had to recently realize like this is not about keeping up with my favorite guru. This is not about keeping up with my peers. This is about me finding me at my own pace and kind of coming to grips and at peace with that has been the most amazing thing because you know what happens when you do that, when you realize that? The comparison starts to stop. The comparison starts to dwindle down at least a little bit and slowly decline. You find yourself comparing yourself to other people less and less. You find yourself you know, burning out less and less because you realize this is not a race with everyone else. This is your own journey. This is your own your own story. And you are in control of how, when, how often the frequency of what you do. And when you realize all of the power, all the control is really in your hands when it comes to working towards your goals and living out what you want to live out, it becomes a lot simpler. It becomes a lot less competitive and it becomes a lot less stressful. And so for me, it's been so amazing to just 
relish in the fact that like it's just me over here like I'm in my own world this is my own zone this is my own like this is me like this is my thing you know like this is what I'm supposed to be doing I'm working towards my own goals I'm running my own race and there's nobody on the track but me and God and when you kind of put it in that in that scenario it, it just feels less stressful it feels feels like there's less pressure to be great at everything at all times, be on go, 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 getting two hours of sleep. Like, come on, we are way past that phase of no sleep is the trend. Like, it ain't never been a trend. Like, that should not be a trend. Like, you need, it's okay to rest. It's okay to sleep. It's okay to take time to give yourself self-care and to do things you love outside of work, outside of working towards your goals. It's okay to have personal things that you do just to make yourself feel good. If those things are healthy for you, And so just realizing that, that I am the only person I should be focused on, um, that has really brought me a lot of clarity in how I talk to myself, how I work towards my goals, how I readjust my goals, and just how I see myself in my own personal journey. And, you know, I can't say that I felt that way maybe two or three years ago. I was very influenced by, you know, gurus and things I saw and things I read, things I watched. And that's why you have to be really careful about the repetitive content that you put inside of your system because you can create this false reality of how things should be and how your race should go and how you should be running this when really it's up to you. It's up to you and your own pace. So those are the three things that I learned during quarantine. Um, I'll go through one more time. It was, it's okay if things are not okay. The second one was setting boundaries doesn't make you a bad person. And this isn't a race. So I hope those things touched you in some way or spoke to you. Um, Y'all know that's always my goal every week to say something that matters to somebody. So I hope someone um, this resonated with you in some way and, and you feel understood. You feel not alone. Um, this is a weird time where many of us are alone most of the time. And so I hope this segment really makes you feel like, hey, there's someone out there who understands how I feel. And it, it's nice to know that, yeah, my, my stuff ain't all together right now. And that's okay. Um, so yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. And I look forward to chatting with you next week. If you enjoyed this episode, I had a favorite part, please feel free to let me know. Shout it out on Instagram, Twitter, whatever. I will always reshare and I love hearing you all's favorite parts from the show and even some suggestions for topics. So thank you guys so much for listening and I'll catch you next week.